Hi, this is Jay. Thanks for tuning in. Before you listen to this episode, we just wanted to give you a heads up that we had a few technical speed bumps, but we promise the podcast gets better. Just keep listening. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you will enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is episode two. My name is Jay and I'm with my co-host, Lita. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about becoming aware of your own energetic nature through the five elements of Chinese philosophy. The five elements are an amazing tool that once you start to understand, it will help you understand why you do things energetically or don't do things energetically really at your core level. The five elements are like your energetic makeup. They're the innate energetic qualities that you're all born with. For example, do you move too fast? Do you move too slow? Do you tend to laugh more? Do you you think you're really a serious person? Do you even get frustrated like really easily? These are all examples of the different types of energetic temperaments that we call the five elements. We love the five elements. We're going to talk a lot about the five elements in this podcast. We talk about it every day. And this episode, we really want to build on the first episode where you had the homework to become the watcher and the observer of you. And as the observer, you can continue to see how you coexist with others in the world and particularly how you interact with those who are the same or different than you energetically. Exactly. Ultimately, we want you to be the watcher to learn about self-acceptance. And the most important thing is to understand your true nature. For this show, it's about energetically your true nature. In other words, when you understand why the way you are, you don't need to beat yourself up for the things that you don't comply with in society or with your parents or your partner or your boss or your children, you get the idea, what they think you should be like. It's like you can forgive yourself for all the things that you, you know, that you think are wrong about you. In this episode, we're going to cover a number of things. First, we're going to explain the different types of energy or chi, uh, because it's really important to understand chi before we talk about the five elements. And then we're going to talk about the five elements specifically, and how they are useful in your life. And then how you can identify your own element. And we have a little bit of a surprise homework for you. And It's going to be fun. Yeah. And and then we're going to talk about each element and what are the positive parts of the elements and the challenges for each element. And finally, what are the motivations for each elemental energy type? And that's a lot, but we're going to go over a little bit at a time to give you a good framework. So we're going to start with understanding energy like chi and yin and yang. There's an energetic theory I like to talk about, which is, you know, what is chi? And, and most of you already know what chi is, but here's, here's a really simple way to think of it. If you look on your wall, there's probably an outlet there. And if you plug something into it, it will actually do something. And so you know that there's energy in the wall. You know that there's something that is going to light up a lamp, for example. And we would say that that's chi. And chi is what animates us. 
It's what turns us on and makes us alive. And so that's like the way that you can think of chi. Chi causes movement. Chi causes change. And then we need to also talk about yin and yang because yin and yang are flavors of chi, basically. They're the two kinds of chi that can happen in the world. Yang is everything that goes up and out. So it's very expressive and expansive. And yin is everything that condenses down and um, goes downward and, and, you know, like into a little ball or something like that. Now, Lita, does everyone have equal or some have double? Like, how does that work? Well, the five element theory is really interesting because there's five elements and there's two, yin and yang. So each element is either more yin or more yang. And then there's one element, which is exactly the same amount of yin and yang, very balanced. And that's the earth element. So I, I asked you that. I just wanted you to explain it that way because you do it so well. <laughs> and you have a great metaphor for yang, which I yes. think would help people. When we were in Iceland with Lita's teacher, um, Master Jeffrey Yuen, we were at this giant geyser and everyone was looking around and it was quiet and quiet, and it was kind of bubbling and then it bubbled more and then psh, the water comes spraying out. It's like crazy, crazy as you've seen a geyser before. And, and that's that's the yang energy up and out, and and it's really it's really a great way the visual to understand how that energy works. So all beings on the planet have an energetic type, one of the five elements, and so you know, one there are elements that are more yin and they're quieter, and then there are elements that are more yang and, and they're more expressive. We're gonna- and Chinese philosophers of of ancient times realized that. There's no exceptions. Every being on the planet has an energetic type. You know, it's like you can't say that there aren't four seasons and that you can't say that summer doesn't follow spring. It always has to follow spring. It's a law. And so the five elements are like that too. It's like a law of nature. It's how we move. It's how we talk. Even the sound of the voice. And even more funny is your smell has an energetic type. I don't know if we're going to get into the smells today. No, Maybe that'll not. do a show we'll on do that another, another time. On that. <laughs> but understanding more about the characteristics, like what you just said of energy, it's just fascinating to me. You know, I use it not only in business and in strategy sessions with clients, but in personal relationships and overall how I communicate and interact with other people. It kind of flows into nature, flows over us and into us and our relationships with everything around us in the world. And, you know, I always like to, say that I think of the five elements as like a gateway drug in a good way to understand how energy flows and not only in myself, but in everything around us. And I mean, everything that is alive, it includes animals and plants and trees and water and earth because everything has life and everything has the five elements. I guess we're five element druggies the way we talk about yes, it all day long it's and the gateway drug. Walk. So be warned, <laughs> be warned. You know, it's more easy for me to communicate with the knowledge of the five elements than without, you know, I had, I could talk about this before. I just didn't know what the words meant, like what, how it meant. I just didn't know it. I just, I innately knew it, but now I have the words, the dialect for it. And I think that's what helpful. I think what's really helpful. I think a lot of us know this, but don't know we know it. And, and we use it. Well, you know, we have these like reactions. Someone comes to the door and starts talking and right away we have a reaction. It's either positive or maybe negative or maybe neutral. And that could be energy before you even a word is spoken. 
Yeah. Once you start to see this energy at work in your life, you are going to be blown away because it completely changes how you walk through your own life. You know, in a way, I just made me think about how, you know, you could get woke in your life energetically. <laughs> get woke. Get woke. <laughs> so <laughs> so how are the how are the five minutes actually useful in your life? So, so five elements, useful day-to-day kind of ideas. Well, I mean, it's, we're going to be talking about it because we're, this podcast is about personal growth. But we've also done a lot of um, talking about how people use it in relationships and specifically, you know, your lover, your spouse, you know, the people closest to you. Why do you pick the people you pick? How do you get along with them? We actually wrote a book about this called The Energy of Love, published by Llewellyn. And it's a great book if you're really interested in using the five elements to understand you and your spouse, for example, or you and your future lover and how you'll get along. And And in many ways, it's not just a romantic love. It was also parents and children and love of life. It's an easy read. You could probably do it in a weekend. We loved writing it. It took us about a year or two to write. And we just had a really good time. And it does really well. We have people contact us all the time about it. And we also um, do a lot of business consulting because in businesses, um, you need the five elements for so many things. I mean, just in terms of talking with customers and team building and all kinds of... It's endless. The possibilities are endless. All kinds of relationships happen on the business level and also with educational institutions. We've done some work in that arena. So, you know, obviously the, the... the list goes on and on. And, and then the second book we wrote on the five elements was called Connecting Your Circle. It's like a short primer on the five elements, a little bit of a more of a deep dive on a personal relationship there. Not a personal like romantic, more on a personal relationship with yourself, um, which is also, it's a short book and it's the start of a series that we want to write on each one of the elements called So You Think You Are and Whatever Element You Think You Are. And that'll be a deeper dive. And that might be out in the next year or two. We have so many projects working on, but we're going to finish that for sure. And understanding how your energy moves and flows is what this is all about. And sometimes you get blocked. And how energy moves through you in the world has been a game changer for us. It's, oh, definitely. It's really... It's just been a game changer. That's a great way of saying it. So without further ado, drum roll. Let's go over the five elements. So the five elemental energies are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. And, you know, this the history of the five elements goes back so long ago that we really don't know who started the theory. In fact, there are books that are two, 3,000 years old that, that reference older times when the five elements were already established. So this is something that is a part of Chinese culture, Chinese philosophy, and many other Asian cultures as well. Uh, Korea, Japan, I mean, all of them have this very strong basis in the five elements. And you can see that in feng shui and all kinds of other um, aspects, uh, martial arts, etc. It's everywhere. Um, every living thing on the planet has the five elements in them. Everyone just has them in a different order. We'll explain that a little further in a few minutes, but we'll go over each element and we'll talk about its strengths and its challenges, as I like to say it. You can see which elemental energy resonates with you more or less, and you start to identify which one you have in which order. And also just, you know, imagine every elemental type 
has gifts or advantages and each has disadvantages or drawbacks or challenges, as Jay likes to say. It's unavoidable. So you can evolve beyond your elemental nature. And one of the things that the Connecting Your Circle book that we wrote is about is, a, is how to be the best you can be and be all five elemental energies. And the sages of old believed if you could learn how to manifest all five energies, you would become a master. That would be Connecting Your Circle. And that's what that book's about. So so for what we're doing in this Inspired Action podcast, and we may do more on the five elements in the future, but we really want you to try to understand these five energies and which one comes more naturally to you in which order. And if you're hearing us talk about it and it sounds like we're speaking a foreign language, then that's probably not an element you have in your top three. In fact, it's, it's almost just as important to know which two are your last two elements because those are the ones that you speak the language really badly. And, and it's good to know that, you know, when you're walking through the world, if you meet someone who's that one of those two, you, you guys might not be able to communicate hardly at all. It's just energetically very difficult for you. you. You might both speak the same language, literally, but you don't speak the same energetic language. You know, and energetically, if you are with someone who you're in conflict or it might not be romantic, it could be a boss or a parent. You know, let's face it, the world of people, there's a world of people out there who want you to change. They're everywhere. Businesses want you to buy their products. They want you to feel a certain way. They want you to act differently than who you truly are. The media every day floods us with images, words, thoughts that we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We're not pretty enough. Unless we buy product X, wear product Y, or think product Z, of course, it's all their way, which might not be your way. And how many people... Uh, grew up with parents who were different than them. There's so many examples I see every day in my practice of people who were never validated, who were always told like, sit still or get going or speak up or, you know, you talk too much or don't be so silly. Can you be more serious? Stop being so serious. I mean, it just goes on and on, you know, and parents, teachers, you name it, were telling, you know, the kids all through their childhood not to be themselves. And that takes a toll after a while. I mean, you're blessed if you had parents who did the opposite. And it, and there are many out there, but it's not as common actually as people who've grown up really feeling like there was something wrong with them. And what we're trying to do today is to say, you know what? There is nothing wrong with you. This is about your energetic, true nature, your authentic self. You know, millions of people around the world are trying to make themselves perform or conform or forget who they truly are, who they really are. It's like exactly what Lita said. You know, you might not have people who get you and then you might not even get yourself. You know, mostly we want to grow throughout our lives. We don't want to have to hide our true selves or be someone that we're not. You know, in fact, we just want to be deep down to connect with ourselves. Let's begin with the wood element, which wood. Jay, why don't you go ahead and Sure, wood. The positives of wood. Assertive, able to break through obstacles, positive outlook, great having, always has new ideas. And one of the things about wood that's important is they like to champion for those that are weaker around them. They also like to be a champion of animals and children. Starting new projects is really what it's all about for wood. I mean, if, if a wood person doesn't have a new project on the horizon, there's something super wrong with them. Maybe they're truly depressed uh, because it's just 
integral in who they are. And for that reason, the drawbacks or the challenges for wood can be impatience. They hate bureaucracy because that's not a new project. That's like old project being just done over again and again and again. They get frustrated with incompetence because they're super competent. And they also can be really disturbed by it, like an environment that's not very peaceful. Sure. Um, That's a great way to look at wood. And there's so many. We're just giving you like a few of each one. Quick rundown. So, yep. So fire is the positive outlook. They want to be happy. They have a positive outlook. I'll add that. Um, They want to please. They're excited. They're passionate about many different things. And on the challenging side, they're easily hurt. They, they're so focused on their own emotions and they can be even self-centered with the desire to please, meaning that they please others so they can please themselves. So really it's about being liked and loved. And there's also a vulnerability aspect to fire that can probably be on both sides, yeah. the positive and the negative. Yeah. Um, so then we have earth. The positives are giving, caring, thoughtful, mindful. They love to plan ahead and think about every detail of every person in a very nice way. And they're the problem solvers. They're very analytical. Now, because they can be that way, they can be a little slow moving, even a little stubborn. And they have a tendency to take on too much for all the uh, sake of other people. And that can create resentment, especially, you know, with people close to them, like family members. And also on Earth, which could be a positive or a negative, other they truly are the listeners in and, the elements. Yeah, they love energies. to understand others, and they want to be understood. That's great. Metal, which is an amazing, interesting element. The positives are respectful, observant, organized, integrity. I also like to think they have this little cool factor. That's true. Yes, um, I always the, say uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Element. And then the drawbacks? The drawbacks or challenges are, you know, being so reserved, they can look like they're holding back. They really dislike crowds. They can even look judgmental. Um, Actually, the judge in in a courtroom is often the metal element role. Um, They can also feel entitled, which can make them very, you know, bitter and angry. And they can feel overlooked. And I, I also think about metal as maybe holding... Um, a lot of negative energy inside if they put too yeah, long. Yeah, that's that entitlement factor. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, most most of the time when they feel respected, that doesn't happen. So if it doesn't get the respect, maybe it festers, Yeah, kind of builds up. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a nice way to look at metal. And water is some of the positive. They're spontaneous, imaginative, silly, courageous, and they're really good in an emergency situation. Yeah, you really want a water person around when there's an accident or something because they just know inherently what to do to help everyone and they, they act fast. But um, they can also, you know, the challenging side is they can be fearful sometimes, you know, even as courageous as they are in an emergency that other times in their life, they can be quite fearful. And they put out so much intense energy that when they get home, they can kind of be couch potatoes and, you know, play video games or watch TV and, and kind of, you know, just hang out. And um, also they can be a little too patient, kind of opposite of the wood impatience. They can sometimes wait too long. Like they might stay in a job they really hate for a long, long time, just waiting for that opportunity, opportunity to come along and save them. 
Yeah, that's, I know a lot of water people like that. And I also think with water, um, they want to matter. They really want to make a difference in the world. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but that's, it could be a positive or a negative. Yeah. And so those are the five elements. And the first thing you want to do is, you know, obviously figure out which one you are, and we're going to help you with that. But you want to learn to embrace who you truly, truly, truly are. And this will become easier as you learn more about your elements. And, you know, your elemental energy influences so much in your life. How you love, what kind of career you want to pursue. Or should pursue. Or should pursue because sometimes you're in the wrong career based on your elemental energy. How you manage money, how you spend your free time, even what kind of clothes you wear, what kinds of people you want to have relationships with. We talked about that earlier. Even what kind of music you listen to. So think if you're not being true yourself and all those things that Lita just listed out, if you're doing the way that's authentic or the way that's inauthentic. Yeah. Are you doing what your society and your parents and your kids are, want you to do? Or are you really doing what you want to do? Yeah. And that's part of the motivations that we're going to talk about, the elemental energy motivations. This is about what really matters most to people because we're not all the same. You'd think we would all have the same motivation or goal in life, but it's just not true. Definitely not true. And it's not that all of us don't want to be successful or be loved or be respected. You know, we all want some of that, but there is a motivation that sort of is more important than anything else to us. You know, amazingly, we all don't want to understand everything or respect things. We just, you know, your motivation for living it's your reason for being, your raison yes. d'etre. That's yes. what, what the motivation based on. That's your what your true motivation yeah. in life is. Okay, so let's go into some of the elemental motivations in life. If you are wood, your motivation for life is you want someone to truly see how great you are. You don't want to make mistakes and you don't want people to dwell on your faults or bad habits. So instead, you want to concentrate on all the good things that you do and how you are successful. Such, you know, good news in the world makes you magnanimous. Wood likes to reward the people that are around them, and they love to do their best and bring other people, the best out in other people. They're like the cheerleaders the of motivational, the motivational, Yeah, yes, the motivational definitely. speaker. So, it's what you want. You want other people to really see how great you are and make yeah. you feel good. So. You know, you love it when someone's your cheerleader and you do that for other people. It's fantastic. Okay, so the motivational for fire. You want unconditional love that makes you feel adored and beautiful. And you want people to see your beauty despite your blemishes. So this is opposite of wood in a lot of ways because you might make a mistake or do something that isn't so great. And it's actually a way to see if other people will love you despite that. So it's this odd twist in that, you know, it's it doesn't feel great to have people around saying how great you are, how great you are, if you think, boy, if I screw up, they're not going to love me anymore. Are they always testing people that way? I think subconsciously they do. And they also really need deep heart connection. And so they're really motivated by finding deep love and sharing similar interests. Nice. So the motivations of earth that you like to help people. You just also want to really be understood. You want the people in your life to get you on a deeper level, like, you know, more than just on the surface. When they feel gotten, 
they're like, oh, this is great. Like somebody gets me. If the people in your life understand all the difficulties that you've encountered and it's made you a better person, then they might be able to relate to you a little bit better. I mean, ultimately they're seeking validation. So they're searching for friends, family members, lovers, coworkers who will validate their emotional states and understand them. Yeah. Um, you know, understanding has to be expressed in words. Lots and lots and lots of words. They're very <laughs> mental. Let's put it that way. The mental state and the words associated with it are very important. So they like to talk and they like to listen. They like to mind meld with people. Yeah. That's not that's a funny way of looking at Earth. <laughs> for metal, you might want to be honored and respected. And rather than words, you seek a sense of connection that is more cosmic in nature. I use that word a lot when I'm talking about metal. Cosmic. I like to say it's like when a monk bows with prayer hands, it's a gesture. And that gesture can have so much meaning for a metal person because it could recognize some kind of service or sacrifice that they made. And that bow is what they're looking for. Not so much, you know, high five, slap on the back, like wood, job, like wood lights. It's more quiet. It's, it's spacious. It has that cosmic uh, yeah. feeling that Jay talks about. And that's really what metal's going for. Nice. So a motivation for if you're a water, if you have water in the top for your elemental energy, you seek adventure, intensity in life. You maybe want to connect wordlessly. And again, unlike Earth, they, they might, it's deep, but it's a different kind of deep. And the normal surface conversations, which are quite interesting to other elemental types, especially fire, are kind of boring for water people. And their lives alternate between calmness and activity. As I explained before, they can be couch potato, but they can also be really intense. And they want more rest. And they want to monitor their energy and make sure that they, they have enough for all the thrilling moments in life. And then they need to regroup and maybe, you know, watch TV and do video games for a long time. I think time. video games were created for water people. <laughs> and Jay, intensity and rest, intensity and rest. Yeah. And then on the couch as well. And Jay pointed out that the, the thing they're really seeking, what really motivates them is they want to matter. They want to matter to people around them. So they're looking for people to have fun with, uh, adventure with, but, but that means that person cares and that, that they're looking for someone who thinks they matter. Part of your homework is going to be to continue to be the watcher, but we're going to have you read um, a book, our book, Connecting Your Circle. We're going to give you a free PDF copy of the book. Yeah, we wanted to surprise you with this. Um, if you go to our website, inspiredactionpodcast.com, and you go to this episode, which is number two, Pod you, will, 002. you will be able to download the entire book in a PDF. And so we're really excited about this because it has like a little quiz that can help you identify. Now, I want you to really do the quiz and use that as a prompt to go and read each section that maybe is your first and second element because sometimes the quiz, you know, it's going to identify your top two or three. But sometimes you need to really read each section to decide which one you really are. And it's a, it's an easy read. It's a quick read. Um, you could definitely do it in a day or two. We kind of wrote it that way. Um, and so that's the homework. So continue to be the watcher. Continue doing your journal. And now start to think about the transformational mind as 
accepting who you are elementally. And before we finish today, let's just go back a little bit about talking about the transformational mind and Wu Wei. So this podcast is about our desire to want to change. And we talked about that in our last podcast, and we plan on talking about that all the way through. Yep. And we just want to say, we think you're perfect just the way you are. You don't need to change. We just think you might not know that you're perfect already. And so this exercise today is about helping you with self-acceptance and self-love. You just need to hear that you're perfect. You need to see that you're perfect and really feel it in a positive way. So if your deep desire is to be yourself, then it, it, you're listening to the right podcast. You're that's right here what, today. That's what it's about. You know, self-acceptance, in order to have complete self-acceptance, you need to understand your true nature. If you don't understand who you really are, how can you accept yourself? And who will ever get to know the true you? And self-acceptance requires that you accept both the good and the bad in you. And so that's why we talk about these drawbacks. Now, really, every drawback, quote-unquote, of each element challenge I like could to say. be something good. It's just that our society, you know, really has problems with some of these things. It doesn't mean that they're bad. Right. And, and different societies are different. The, the USA culture is different than Japanese culture, Japanese, English, even British. Every or, culture. You know, we, we've done five elements on most of the countries. We like to look at the culture and see what element is predominant. Like here in the U.S., the predominant culture is wood, whereas in England, and the predominant culture is metal. And in France, it's earth. And, you know, we probably should do an episode so, on how that yeah, all works. So just go back to the U.S. So if you're living in a wood culture and you're a metal person. Which is opposite of wood. Which is the opposite. You can see how people might want you to be differently. Or not see you as a go-getter. Or really putting yourself out there. Or, in fact, you could be true, true to yourself and be struggling with that. Yeah, that hanging back nature of metal isn't really accepted here in the U.S. It's often probably looked down upon. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just energetically what metal is. So, you know, as the more you listen through these podcasts and you more move through them and you do the little bit of homework that we're going to give you, you know, this will help you work on your challenges, your thoughts, your actions, your desires, and help you to reach some success as far as connecting with yourself. And we often say the part of you that you love about yourself needs to learn how to love the part you hate. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. Say that again, Lita. The part of you that you love about yourself needs to learn how to love the part you hate about yourself. That's a perfect place to end on this. <laughs> you know, and you know, some of these concepts you've heard before, some of these are new. We just want you to be right where you are right now. You know, we love talking about these concepts, and we hope you're finding some joy and positive thoughts from and if, them. And if you have any um, challenge figuring out your element, we also have a Facebook group called the Inspired Action Podcast. Join us there, and we would be happy to have a discussion with you and anyone else who is struggling figuring out their element. Yeah, we do this every day. And so that's it. Thank you for listening. We hope you understand the five elements a little bit better after this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast. You can follow our Inspired Actions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and really appreciate your input. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hug the dog.